Hello, everybody. Welcome to KiaiKick.com. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the website for martial art film reviews from a brother who loves kung fu. I am that brother, uh, Michael S. Moore, editor and owner of Kiai Kick. Uh, basically, if you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me or drop me a line at kiaikicks at gmail.com. Once again, that's kiaikicks at gmail.com. Just click on look at the graphic, and uh, there's the address. So you can always reach me there. If you have questions, concerns, want to drop some news, if you should know something going on, that's the way you reach me. Um, basically, um, this is Podcast One, Episode One. Uh, this is a brand new feature on this website. I hope to uh, bring you some of my thoughts and, uh, and uh, musings on uh, what's going on in the martial art world uh, in regards to film. Uh, this is, I guess, the natural next step for the website. And I've been doing reviews now since 2010, and I've uh, got over 200 of them on the website, uh, plus, you know, a lot more material, uh, like trailers and such. That, uh, and, of course, you've seen uh, Kia Kick All-Stars, you know, where I just pick one person and do a little bit on them, you know, do a little bio on them, what they're working on, what they've worked on in the past, what they're working on in the future, and what's my current take on their career path. Um, of course, Tony Jaw was the first. Who will be the second? Well, you'll have to come back next month and you'll find out. Um, keep in mind, even though Tony Jaw is number one on the list, the list is not uh, going from you know any kind of a best to worst. It's just, in a way, just the best of the best. And also to bring attention to those who have made the best possible. That So All-Stars is also going to include directors, character actors, uh, and more. Not just stars. Uh, fight choreographers uh, get, in, get in on that too. Uh, so, uh, just for a few announcements we have here, you know, before we get things going. Uh, April uh, 26, uh, you know, Tai Chi Hero was released. Now, it's only in a few locations right now, right? Uh, you can go see it currently in New York City, Los Angeles and San Diego, San Francisco Bay Area, Hawaii, and that's it for the States. So, not much. But uh, you can also, for those in Canada, you can also go view the movie in Toronto and Vancouver. And we'll come back to that in a little bit. i got a little bit more to say concerning that. Um, also, for you Austin area peeps, of which I am one, Enter the Dragon will be showing in 35mm at the Alamo Village on May 13th, May 15th, and May 28th. So much awesomeness, and I, I can't wait to go there and see how many people have never actually seen Enter the Dragon before. I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of young people who've never seen this movie who will get their first shot at seeing the greatness that is Bruce Lee, and they can actually marvel and see what really great, what a really great martial arts movie really truly looks like. Um, and on that same note, the Alamo Draft House Ritz will also have a bill of. Bruce Bruceploitation Rarities on 35mm film on May 26th. So that's also something to look at. Um, and on video, WellGo USA releases the guillotines on video on demand May 13th to have its theatrical release. Also, the Assassin's Blade releases on May 7th. Also, on the note, as I said, um, to mention something about WellGo USA, um, they are a uh, 
small but really, really good distributor for martial art films here in the United States. Uh, Dragon Dynasty, they used to be the big dogs. And then, you know, you know, Bay, Bay Logan, you know, was, uh, was in partnership with them along with the Weinsteins and one thing led to another and things seemed to just fall to pieces. Now they've got, uh, they tried to do everything on Blu-ray, but they weren't, I noticed after a time that, uh, Dragon Dynasty wasn't getting any new, uh, new stuff in. They were just transferring everything they already had to Blu-ray, but nothing new. And that kind of raised red flags. And over the months, people have discovered that, yeah, in fact, Dragon Dynasty doesn't seem to be doing uh, too much business any longer. Their website has not been updated in months, uh, if not in the last year or so. So they went the way of the dodo. Logo USA stepped in. They're putting out quality, quality Blu-rays of martial art films like Wudong, Tai Chi Zero, um, and so much more. And many other films that are not martial arts related, like Interview with the Hitman, with Luke Goss, which actually turned out to be a pretty good movie. I actually quite enjoyed it. And they're starting to get Japanese horror like Tormented in 3D, which I have not yet seen. Um, I have a problem with horror movies, so I'm not going to really watch that, but you know. Other people in my house will, and have done so, and seem to think it's pretty good. So, um, so there is that endorsement for them. And of course, um, really with Logo, what I love about them is they love to do the theatrical releases. You know, Tai Chi Zero was released theatrically. Tai Chi Hero was also just released on May 26th. Um, and they can do this, and they can release some more areas. I know that might be frustrating that uh, they're limited, but the problem is, is that they are small. And before they shell out the money to move these, you know, films into other theaters, they've got to have support in the places it's already showing. So for you folks living in Canada, if you want to get more, you know, if you know friends who are in the Toronto, Vancouver area, tell them to take their butts out and go see Tai Chi Hero and support the film so it can get wider releases elsewhere. Same thing with the with the United States, you know, New York, go see it. Los Angeles, go see it. San Francisco, go see. Hawaii, come on, y'all ain't got nothing to do over there except swim and surf and stuff, so go see. Y'all got, y'all got it easy enough as it is. Go watch. In this way, we can support Wellgo, you know, through that and through their sales of their videos. Now, of course, you know, I, some of their stuff has not always been great, but the packaging for it has been. Um, the way the Blu-rays are put together have always been top-notch. Even if I didn't like the movie so much, you know, at least they're putting them out there. Even movies I didn't know about, starring martial artists I don't know much about. At least they're doing it, and that's more than a lot of companies can say. So we've got to support them, you know, at least definitely for the videos that are good, by, by going out and buying them, and by going to see their movies when they come out. You know, we complain here that we're not getting enough martial art films. Well, if you want more, you're going to have to work for it a little bit. You know, you may have to travel if you're just in a nearby city to anyone that's showing the film. You may have to make a little bit of a trip. Because um, the more people that go, the more money these movies make, the bigger releases they can, initial releases they can get instead of just the slow uh, release. I know they're going to add more locations as things go on. As the, the movie continues on, I'm sure week to week they'll add more locations. But, you know, we'd love to have a big opening week blowout. And, you know, opening weekend blowout, the only way we can get that is if we're supporting the movie when it's out. Now, I know Wellgo is uh, trying to uh, get, at least the rumor is, that they're trying to get 
uh, Jackie Chan's Chinese Zodiac. And how awesome would that be if they're able to score that? Um, I could truthfully see a bigger Hollywood machine stepping forward to pick up the movie first, especially if Rush Hour 4 goes into production as rumored. And if you know how I feel about Brett Ratner and the Rush Hour series, then you know that, in my mind, no good can possibly come of another Brett Ratner, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker collaboration. It just can't. Unless, of course, Rush Hour is filmed without Brett Ratner. And maybe they go out and get a guy who actually knows what he's doing in the realm of martial arts um, and can get them to direct. And then you might have something. But for right now, um, the horror that is Rush Hour continues. And, you know, Brett Ratner will most likely be behind the camera. And most likely this movie will happen just because it's the bane of my existence. So I fully expect to see Rush Hour 4 probably sometime in the next year or two. So, there you have it. And besides, Chris Tucker needs work. He ain't working anyway. He just, somebody just dug him up from Silver Linings Playbook. He's, he's in that movie. And where was he at before then? Nobody knows. Guy was a hermit, living with his $20 million Rush Hour 3 paycheck. So, you know, Chris Chris got to eat too. So, you know, they got to make a Rush Hour movie to keep the boy employed, evidently. So, you know, there it is. topic I really want to get into in this podcast pretty heavily, and understand this is just my opinion, and nothing more than that, so take it with a grain of salt, uh, or however you want to take that, but it's the state of American martial arts cinema. Now, uh, over the next few podcasts, we're going to cover a little bit of everybody, but we're going to start with the United States first. Um, next podcast, we'll probably cover China. And uh, then one after that, we'll be covering uh, the other developing countries and see uh, see what they have coming down the pike and where they're at now and where they may be going in the future. Um, the first, USA. You know, um, really, when it comes to martial arts, I mean, the United States has been spotty at best. I mean, we've had our stars, um, Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And then, of course, you know, we've had lesser stars. Like, if you want to go to the B-movie area, you can go with um, Cynthia Rothrock, um, Richard Norton. Even though Richard Norton's really technically Australian, so I guess he can't really count. But Cynthia Rothrock and um, Don the Dragon Wilson and um, Jeff Speakman, you know, would be some of the other ones out there who've been out there over the years. But, you know... That was then, you know, and here we are, and what's out there? I mean, who is out there who can carry on that mantle? Well, Scott Atkins, he's English, but, you know, Sophias, I mean, he's good enough to make American films. Somebody needs to give him a shot. Uh, Michael Jai White, he was the, he was, uh, you know, Obi-Wan, your only hope, but uh, Michael Jai White's kind of uh, left martial arts, not martial arts, you know, the world itself, he's still doing martial arts, but left doing any action filmmaking for now to do a Tyler Perry TV series, which he's, you know, had some success on, so congratulations to him on that. Um, we also can uh, uh, look at uh, probably the last great guy who was doing martial arts out there was Wesley Snipes, and of course he went to prison for three years, but he is out, 
and he's starring in Expendables 3. So maybe this starts to get Wesley back out there on the map. Um, I'm not sure how old Wesley is, so we'll have to see, you know, how good his skills are, you know, and, um, you know, and if, hey, maybe there'll be another Blade movie on the horizon. It's not out of the question. Um, his character can easily join the uh, Marvel Universe you know, version of things. I don't think he can join it and not and not, there not be really any drop-off. You can still make Blade movies if you wanted to. So, there's that. Um, now, outside of Wesley, you've got, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Segal still making direct-to-DVD, you know, DVD, Blu-ray films. Um, Van Damme has had a resurgence. Expendables uh, 2 kind of put him back out there and kind of showed people that, you know, hey, Van Damme is still good enough to work in cinema. He still has, you know, pretty good looks. You know, he played a villain quite convincingly, a very charismatic one. And he can still do his fight scenes, you know, such as they are. Not that I thought his fight scenes were ever great in the first place. You know, but the question becomes is, you know, is there ever going to be another star? I mean, for the last few years, for martial art films, Hollywood has used a lot of um, um, fight choreographers who've had, you know, who've been able to use, you know, actors on wires, you know, if you're looking at the Matrix-style stuff. Or, if you want to go the route of something more realistic, you have, of course, the shaky cam born identity-style fighting, which seems to be, this has been all the rage now, but I think it's finally starting to die out. But you've basically had Hollywood actors taught martial arts and they do okay but you know it's not the same you know a real martial artist on screen when you see one you can tell the difference between a guy who knows something that who's just been practicing for six months how to kick somebody you know it's you know it's not that convincing you know and um and there's not a new star out there i don't know if there's ever going to be one if there is one it will and this is understanding that things are cyclical, and I'm being cynical about it right now, but things are very cyclical in Hollywood. Things come around in circles, so at some point, yes, I think there will be another martial artist uh, out there who is going to become famous. Now, who's that going to be? Who's to say? Where will they come from? At this point, probably the um, MMA ranks, you know, the ranks of MMA. You know, that's where, you know, the, the personalities are coming from right now. Right now, the biggest one in film is Gina Carano. You know, she's a beautiful lady. She's gorgeous. She's a great, you know, she seems to be a very, she's a great martial artist, you know, and so maybe she can be that person. You know, I haven't had a chance to see Haywire yet. I know, knock on, you know, just slap me in the face. I'm going to get to it soon. Don't, don't worry. But Haywire's out there and, and she seems to have done all right with that. Her acting needs work, but they all need work. I mean, in my eye, the, the two biggest things in martial arts, you know, as far as what you need in America for martial arts, you need two things to be successful. You need a star with charisma. That's right. You need a star who's got a personality type. They don't have to be a great actor. I've heard people say, well, they have to be a good actor. No, they don't have to be a good actor. They don't have to be a good actor. They need to have a good star charisma. They need to have a good on-screen charisma. No one who's been in a martial arts star has been a great actor. No one's won anything. Seagal, no. Van Damme, no. Bruce Lee, no. Chuck Norris, no. These guys are not great actors. They never have been, but they have a screen presence. They have charisma on screen. They have a persona that sells and that people like to see on screen. 
they're playing the same character in every movie. Jackie Chan is essentially playing a version of his Kevin Chan character from Police Story in almost every film. So, you know, these guys, so you don't need to have great acting talents in order to be an action star. Now, you know, but you do need charisma, you do need screen presence, because those are things you can't be taught. Acting, you can be taught. You can be taught to be a mediocre actor. And as these guys have gone on their careers, they have become decent actors, okay actors, not great, and it's not required that they be great, but it is required that they have great star power. They could have a good quality on screen. Now, the second thing they need is, at this point, a great fight choreographer behind them. They need somebody who can make them look good, whether it's a Yun Wu Ping or whether it's a Larnell Stovall. They need to have somebody who can make them look good. Or Steve Wang. I mean, you need to have somebody who can make you look good, who can put together interesting fights. You know, if you can do that, then you'll have a hit. Those two things. You know, star with charisma and a great fight choreographer can do wonders. Because martial art movies, they shouldn't be difficult for Hollywood to make. They don't cost a lot of money. At least, they shouldn't. You know, not unless they're dancing on wires with special effects, like the Matrix films or Charlie's Angels. If they're none of those things, they should not cost a ton of money. They should be relatively cheap. Um, like uh, the Westerns. I mean, Clint Eastwood used to always say that a Western was the cheapest kind of movie you could ever make. You know, Lone Ranger notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all hear that, Gore Minsky. But um, it shouldn't be difficult to make. You know, what do you need for a Western? You need things that already exist. You know, if you want weapons, you just go... Weapons and clothes, you can just go to the old Warner Brothers backlot and go resurrect old clothes that have been used for in Westerns for the last 40 years. 40, 50 years, and just use those. Martial arts, you don't need anything. All you need is the martial arts star, some good locations, and some a great fight choreographer, and stuntmen, preferably other martial artists too. That's all you really need. You don't need to have a lot more. If you have an inventive fight choreographer, that can be your special effect. You know, your star, your martial arts star, they can be your greatest special effect. You don't need to have a lot behind them in order for them to be good. The question is, will that ever come around again? You know, will Hollywood give any particular martial artist a real chance? Now, there's some films that have had the opportunity and dropped the ball. I would uh, say The Man with the Iron Fists. If you've read my review, you know how I feel about that film. The RZA had a shot. He could have introduced a young African-American martial artist to the fore, found somebody brand new to put, who knew what they were doing, but no, he chose to put himself, his own hubris, he chose to put himself as the star. And we all saw what happened with that. He knows no martial arts whatsoever. It's shown on screen. It left the final fights as anticlimactic. It looked more like something out of an X-Men movie than a martial arts film. Everything else about the film was great. Other actors, production values, everything. Except for the star himself was the problem, who also happened to be the director. You know, this is the problem with the uh, with, with that film, and there's others. There's other films you can let and go, well, why didn't they just get a martial arts to do them? You know, you can you can get a martial arts to do them and, 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 you know, be convinced. Or at least, you know, maybe they should, maybe college students, maybe find some guys who know martial arts and give them a shot at a film. Like Robert Downey Jr., he trains in Wing Chun. He does that on his own. 
don't know how good he is, but he does, he trains on his own. Now, the Sherlock films have allowed him to use some of his Wing Chun training, but he's a training. And I want to know, who else in Hollywood is training in martial arts? If I'm a guy who's got a film, if I'm a director who's got a martial art film I'm looking for, I'm going to look at some stars, some current stars out there and say, okay, are any of these guys actually training in martial arts currently? You know, they're just training, but they've never had a chance to use it on screen. Or never found a script they were happy with. Because I'm going after those guys. You know, I may, I, may, I may round up them. Male, female, you know, I'm going to go get them. Kids, I'm going to go see who out there knows their stuff already. So they don't have to be shown stuff. But you can just create elaborate fights based on what they already know and their, their own skill set. You know, I think Robert Downey Jr. could be awesome in a martial art film. Think of him playing a bad guy. He could potentially be awesome. You know, if you've seen that trailer for Man of Tai Chi, you know, the, you know, you saw Keanu Reeves doing his thing, with Wu Ping doing the fight choreography again. Now, will Keanu look great on screen? We'll have to see. I mean, he's done enough martial art films with the Matrix films, working with Wu Ping, and now this movie, that maybe he will look more passable. Um, I would cite that the first Matrix movie, everyone looked their best, and the subsequent films, they kind of looked worse and worse as the films went on. They didn't look as good. But then again, of course, by that time, the special effects were becoming the show of the film. So the martial arts, you know, looking great on screen wasn't uh, so necessary as it was in the first place. So, um, so where is American cinema heading? Right now, I guess the end result is it's hard to say. It can go in any number of directions. Right now, it's basically defunct until somebody steps forward. Will somebody step forward? Yes, I believe someone will. Where are they going to come from? Who are they going to be? On that, who knows? Um, that's still way out there for us, and that's down the road in the future. And, you know, you know, I'll be excited when that person steps forward. And uh, so, we'll be, uh, so we'll be on the lookout for them. And on that note, I think we'll go ahead and bring this first uh, podcast to a close. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed uh, my little uh, my little ranting here. Don't worry, in future episodes, I will have um, Santu Raman uh, from the Austin Kung Fu Academy will be joining me to talk films. Um, you may have read some of his work on this website already. He's done a few editorials and a couple of reviews, and he'll be doing more in the future. Um, and he and I are going to get together to talk about some things. And also, um, Deb from the Heroic uh, Sisterhood um, will be joining me to talk martial art films. And we may isolate a star or two to talk about. And uh, I'll have more. Uh, possibly some interviews coming down the pike, maybe? Sure, absolutely. With some folks? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, once again, um, there's more to come down the road. I hope that you'll be joining me. You know, on this first podcast, and we'll be getting better at this as time goes on, so bear with me, please. And uh, thank you for listening in, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the future. Take it easy, and goodbye. <laughs>